Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Hi, friends. Today, we're chatting about what engaging content looks like on Instagram at the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024. So if you are revisiting your content strategy for the end of the year or the beginning of next year, this podcast episode is for you. I recently read through Instagram's blog about creating successful Instagram posts, and I wanted to share what I've learned slash some key findings from this post. But before we jump into today's tips about what engaging content looks like on Instagram, One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this post is because right now there's a lot of conversations happening about the algorithm. I feel like there's always, this is like a never ending thing on Instagram about the algorithm, how it's changing, how creators, influencers, businesses are feeling like their posts aren't being seen. And so this is just a friendly reminder. I feel like we do this like once a quarter to remind you that we cannot control the algorithm, but we can control the content that we create and we can use, you know, what Instagram is telling us. Instagram has a whole blog. They have a section for creators that where they share tips. Um, And I actually like to revisit it at least once a quarter to make sure I'm not missing anything. And so I'm here to let you know that we can control the content we can create and we can also control, you know, the information that we learn from the app itself. I actually find it very helpful, again, to revisit it and share with you guys what I've learned. All right, friends, so let's jump into it. Here are a few things that Instagram deems important when it comes to creating engaging content across reels, posts, and carousel posts just kind of an FYI, I was actually blown away by this stat that Instagram shared, but there are over 140 billion reels placed across Instagram and Facebook each day. So you might hear that stat and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I break through the noise? But I feel like hearing that it's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people continuing to consume short form video content. And what I have found, at least with my personal circle of family and friends, is that they may not be on TikTok, but they are watching Facebook and Instagram reels. Like my own mom will be like, oh, I watched watch this tip on reels. And I'm literally like, you're watching reels on Facebook? And and, and she is. And so um, I, did, I did think that stat was really important to share. Lots of people are watching reels on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, creating short form video content is still relevant, you know, at the end of this year and for your strategy um, for the beginning of next year. So reels continue to help grow communities, spread trends and encourage creativity. Instagram shared that reels is a great way to participate in culture and also relate to your audience. So here are the things that make reels engaging on Instagram. And again, this is what they shared on the Instagram blog entertaining original videos that might include transitions and effects, emphasizing key points with time text, and using audio, whether that's a voiceover or music. So the point about creating entertaining original videos, which might include transition and effects, um, I feel like sometimes a lot of us are like, oh my God, how do we like create these crazy transitions? And my tip for you is that don't focus, if you're not a creator who's like inspired by creating crazy transitions, you don't have to, you don't have to make crazy transitions, right? A transition can be as simple as a clap, or maybe you, you know, stomp your foot, or maybe you do that hand swipe, right, where you change the frame. 
I will say there's lots of easy ways to include transitions in your videos. Um, And then emphasizing key points with time text. So if you're not sure what this means, I actually feel like this is something that I've done on TikTok for a long time. And if when you're giving tips and you're pointing to the screen or you're pointing to a specific direction, you know, you might say like, oh, three things I need for the holidays. And then you might point to, you know, the top of the screen, the side of the screen and the bottom of the screen. Um, I feel like that's a great way to draw in your audience because they're waiting to see the rest of the tips or they're see, waiting to see the rest of what you have to say. Um, and with that, right, you don't have to do any transition or effects. You just have to make sure that you time out, adjust the time where the text is on screen with how long you're pointing in that specific direction on the screen. And then lastly, using audio, I feel like this is kind of a given, but I feel like it's still important to talk about, right? So using audio, especially like trending videos, and if you don't know this yet, um, you know that there are trending audio, trending music and sounds. Um, There's usually a little arrow on the Reels page um, to show what audio is starting to trend. I feel like that's always helpful. Personally, before I post a reel, if I'm looking for um, a trending video, I literally would just get on the reels page, scroll a few times and look to see if any of the videos are using a trending audio and by looking for that little arrow at the bottom of the left-hand screen. All right, friends. So now that we've chatted about reels, here are a few things that make engaging photos on Instagram. So Instagram photos are not dead. It's still a big part of the app. Obviously, I feel like short form video content has continued to get a lot of attention, especially from brands um, on the creator side. But for me, I love photos. I love creating images. I love posing for photos, finding unique, you know, photo shoot locations. So photos for me still is a big part of my content strategy. So the things that Instagram says that makes engaging photos is eye-catching imagery and colors that are consistent with your brand. So I actually found this little tidbit interesting because they don't call out having an aesthetically pleasing feed, right? But they do call out having images that work with your brand. And they also call out consistency. Um, So to me, I mean, again, this is like kind of me drawing a conclusion like from reading this this blog post, I feel like still having like a consistent point of view is still helpful for any creator, any business out there and having it be consistent on your page. And then with the point to eye-catching imagery, one of the things I thought was interesting, they did not call out whether images should be shot in DSLR or iPhone. And so I feel like with eye-catching imagery, it's like whatever your preferred you know, mode is just make sure that that piece of content, that image is eye catching somehow. So maybe you're shooting beautiful landscapes. Maybe you are shooting different angles. Maybe, you know, you're capturing like a unique moment in time or you're capturing, you know, festival content or your first trip to Japan, like whatever that may be. I would definitely think about ways to create interesting photos for your business, for your brand to share on Instagram. And then here are the things that make engaging carousel posts on Instagram. So personally, I still really love carousel posts. Um, I remember when carousel posts were rolled out and people were like, oh my God, we have to share more than one photo now. Like that's so going to be so much work. Um, I remember how I just can't believe how big of that a carfruffle that is. And now it's just like 
people just share carousel posts, right? Like you'll see people do like an October photo dump and they share, you know, their favorite moments from October. And it's just like a normal thing, a part of the app. But here's what Instagram says that creates engaging carousel posts. So um, Instagram encourages us to tell a deeper story with up to 10 photos or videos. I personally have never used all 10 slots, but maybe it will be a challenge for me to try to do so. Maybe I'll make it a challenge, like end of the year challenge, top 10 photos at the end of the year. Instagram also encourages using a mix of photos and videos to create an interesting narrative. I personally do this. I actually like to mix in a little bit of photos, a little bit of videos. If I can, I feel like it just, you know, gives a little bit more in depth of, of, you know, what I'm talking about. If it's a photo shoot location or if it's a tip that I'm sharing, um, Instagram also encourages trying different angles and to also feature eye-catching content on the first slide. Personally, friends, this is something that I've noticed on my feed, especially with carousel posts. I've noticed that if I don't engage um, with that piece of content initially, it will still show up on my feed and the second image from the carousel slide will be on my feed. So this is like not on the Instagram blog, but my tip is to have eye-catching content on both the first and the second slide. Um, Because again, what I've noticed, you know, right now as I'm recording this is if I don't engage with a piece of content, that carousel post will still pop up within my feed and the second image is there. And if it catches my eye, then I actually will stop scroll through the carousel post and actually engage with that piece of content. All right, friends. So now that we've talked about reels, um, photos, as well as carousel posts, um, a second tip that I wanted to share from reading through Instagram's blog about creating successful Instagram posts is to talk about what makes a compelling caption. So Instagram says to lead with the most important information. So for me as a creator, you know, Instagram's my main platform. And I really love this tip because personally, I treat the first line of a caption as the subject line. I want to tell my audience what they're going to expect within that first line. So it encourages them to read on. You don't have to do that if you don't want to, but I do think it's helpful to just, you know, whether you start with a question or whether you start with a fact or whether you just start with, you know, some sort of storytelling tidbit, right? Make sure you're leading with the most important information. Secondly, you want to use a consistent and personal tone. Um, I feel like I've talked about this, you know, here on the podcast, also on Instagram. And you don't have to, you know, change your whole persona online. I feel like just being you and using your personal tone, people will feel that and see that on the app. Um, And funny enough, like in my personal experience, I've actually gotten the feedback that I have more of a professional tone, but really how I write is how I talk. And obviously if you're listening to the podcast, you know, like this is just like how I talk. Um, And I tend to be, I think a bit more on the professional side, just because I feel like I had six years in corporate America and that's how I kind of just got used to, you know, talking, sharing information. I was a former project manager and I'd give presentations and, you know, just being polished straight to the point, um, making sure like the most important for information um, is consumed first. I feel like that's just like always been my way that's worked. Um, but yeah, with you, right, think about how you can use a consistent and personal tone. 
A third thing about what makes a compelling caption, um, one of the things that Instagram says is to keep copy short and to the point. Um, and my thought on this, if that works for you, if you just want to, you know, have one, two, three lines and that totally works for your brand, keep going, keep doing that. I mean, Instagram says like, that's a great way to create a compelling caption. But my thought on this is to actually think about your communication style And if you're comfortable writing, you can still use captions to your advantage. You can write longer captions with value. And that's always been my style on Instagram. I give lots of tips, you know, on captions. Like I'll give one tip, two tips, three tips. Um, I kind of use it as like a micro blog post sometimes because I haven't written a blog post in a while, you know, just having, you know, a baby recently. But yeah, if it works for you to keep the copy short and sweet, or do that. But if your communication style is really aligned with writing and writing longer pieces of content, then you can still use captions to your advantage. And then lastly, um, Instagram encourages us to use a CTA. So a call to action or start a conversation within that caption. I really like this tip. I feel like this is something I've been talking about for a long time too, right? Captions are a great way to connect with your audience. Um, and whether, you know, you're asking your audience to, you know, swipe right to see the memories or ask them a question about what their, you know, favorite October or November memory was, right? Your captions are great ways to encourage some sort of action from that post. So tip three, now that we've talked about compelling captions, we've talked about what makes a great reel and carousel post. The third tip from Instagram is to add helpful text. So what this means is you are encouraged to add your location so your customers and audience know where the post takes place. Um, This really helps your page be more discoverable. This is something I've talked about before. And again, if you're not comfortable tagging your exact town or city, you can always tag, you know, the main city or the big city like near you. That's perfectly fine to do. Secondly, you want to use hashtags to make your posts more discoverable. Um, And again, I think I've talked about this in a recent episode, how hashtags now are not necessarily to gain a bunch of followers, it's really to like help you, your posts become more discoverable, right? And so if you are talking about a specific Seattle coffee shop, you want to make sure that that hashtag is related to that post and you might be hashtagging Seattle, Washington, hashtag Seattle coffee. A third tip within this tip is to tag products, especially if you're a small business. So if you're a business and, you know, you maybe you have a jewelry company or a wallpaper company or you make cups, whatever that may be, if you are featuring your products, don't be afraid to tag those products, especially if you're a small business. All right, friends. So tip number four, um, what makes compelling content on Instagram um, is to share behind the scenes. I actually really love this tip. I feel like this is something that people are just like easily missing, right? And this works for, for everyone, like whether you are shipping out your products, you know, and you have a clothing boutique or you're showing how you bake a cake, or you're showing how you, you know, create a digital drawing, right? People love to see behind the scenes. And so Instagram encourages us to share the stories and inspiration behind your products and brands. You can also introduce the people who make your business unique. So if you're a small business owner and you might be working with a friend or maybe your team's expanding, right? You can showcase, you know, who's behind your business, the people who make up that brand. 
And then lastly, you can show your process, right? Whether that's products being created, packaged or used, or maybe you show your process on like how you are brainstorming something new. I think one thing that comes to mind about showing the behind the scenes, I remember um, when Kim, who is the designer and founder of Selkie, she created the Van Gogh collection. I feel like that was maybe two years ago. And she shared like how Starry Nights and inspired her to create a Van Gogh collection and like the specific dresses. And I remember watching those videos. I was like, this is so cool. Like how, you know, she used Van Gogh to create a whole line of dresses. And again, I still like remember that. And that was like two, two or maybe three years ago where she created that. For me, friends, I feel like the behind the scenes, this is like an opportunity for me. I remember seeing this and I was like, I really should show more behind the scenes. Like maybe I'll do a series to show like the photographers that I work with, like meet my photographers because, you know, without them, without Holly, Jenny, Karia, you know, my photographers that I've worked with throughout the year, there's no way that I could produce the content that I've produced. Um, and they really help me, you know, bring photos, um, images, carousel posts, videos, they really help me, you know, bring that to life. So even as I was reading this blog post from Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, here's opportunities for me to, you know, refine my content strategy, you know, for the end of the year and the beginning of this year. All right, friends. So to recap today's episode, we talked about what engaging content looks like on Instagram. We talked about reels and how, you know, emphasizing key points with time text and creating entertaining original videos that might include transition effects is a great way to create engaging content. We also talked about how creating, you know, engaging photos includes using and creating colors that are consistent with your brand. You don't have to have right, right, like an exact aesthetic, but you know, people should be able to look at your image, look at your profile and know that is fully aligned with your brand and see your unique point of view. We also talked about what makes a compelling caption. Um, and one of the things we talked about was, you know, leading with the most important information. Um, I feel like, again, I treat the first line as the subject line to help draw my audience in. And for you, right, think about the different ways that might help draw your audience in and start with that. We also talked about adding helpful tags, which is using the location, you know, feature so people know where you're based at, as well as using hashtags to make your posts more discoverable. And then the last tip we just talked about was to share behind the scenes. And so I would encourage you to think about what can you share behind the scenes, you know, with your business, your brand, where you're at as a creator. If you're a full-time creator, maybe you showcase what a day in the life looks like. If you're a part-time creator, maybe you showcase what it looks like to batch a bunch of content together. All right, friends, let me know if you found this episode helpful and if you have any other tips on how to create engaging content on Instagram at the end of 2023 and beginning of 2024. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.